0: The biggest news of the week, obviously. The, the largest news of the week is obviously that Marlon Mack found a team and a home. The most influential, consequential fantasy asset there ever was. Yep. And he's finally going home. He's going to the Arizona Cardinals on one year deal. That's, I know what you want us to talk about, but you do have to consider the question how does this affect Marlon Mack? We are back. I am back. I'm back. Cause I was gone last week. Yeah, welcome back. Thanks. It's dude. Uh, the main difference between here in Colorado is it's a different location, um, and you know, mm. I'm I, Sorry, I was deep. really happy to be on my break, but I'm glad to be back. Um, that's deep. No, I know, and that's what when you're in Colorado, you know, they smoke a bunch of weed out there, so that's kind of what I was going for. Like, how can I un- <laughs> unlock my <laughs> deepest thoughts? You know,
1: did you get into any colors while you were out there? Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, by the way, there's a. Um, There's a DD shirt we can do on the shop, and it's tie-dye, and I'm definitely getting him one. Oh, my gosh. No way. Yeah. So I'm going to get that. Oh, I'm I'm actually –
2: I got to show you something. Simon's Simon's the hippie boy. What is
0: Simon going to show us? Let's take wagers. Uh, Inedible. What (laughs) What are you
3: talking
2: about? (laughs) I'm kidding. I don't even know where you got that from. Look at those. (laughs) Tie-dye. No, it's coffee tie-dye that my friend sent me. It is the they're the coolest designs? What like, in the heck? They're like all natural. It looks like no a, harsh chemicals. Oh, of like course, they tie dye using he probably eats coffee? cacti on a no, they're, regular they're, basis. Their they're shirts too. Tie- with coffee, like dyed with coffee. Did Grayson you those? That's what Grayson Rubel. Th- yeah, yeah. Isn't that so cool? Of course.
0: Yeah, I, I just figured that was coming. Damn. That's interesting. All right, so lots of stuff going on around the league this week. Um, <laughs> we're gonna go through all of it today. We're gonna go through a lot of stuff that's probably not football related. But that's what's that video at?
3: By the way. Uh fifteen point three thousand. Yeah. Let's go. We're getting about keep, a thousand. Keep growing, keep growing. Yeah, it's not, not stopping. Yep. So all right. Good deal. Um
0: so the big news that came out today, actually, and we'll talk about the consequences of this, is that Alvin Kamara was suspended, but he was suspended for three games. So my initial reaction to this, that's shorter than I thought it would be. Yeah. I was thinking six. I was thinking at least six like maybe eight like, I didn't and look I didn't know like it, it Simon mentioned this earlier but it's it's wild that he got three games to JMO got six games like that's crazy yeah
3: it's dumb I and Ezekiel Elliott got six games for weed which is not even they don't really even care did about. did they
0: seriously give him six games for marijuana yeah,
3: in the middle of the season remember how big of a deal it was yes. when was that it like screwed that had to be a long time teams. ago right because like
0: three four years
3: ago four years now? ago I, yeah um, but it was like Zeke's prime. It was in his prime. Everyone I mean, he was like they the don't best even prosecute those to charges anymore.
0: Like no, no. That's hilarious. 2017, yeah. Dude, I wonder back in the day if you like got suspended. Oh my like gosh. If I wonder if nineteen fifties NFL you got suspended like if you drank alcohol ago. or whatever. Yeah. If like they drank alcohol, so they're suspended for three games. <laughs> I think alcohol was legal in the fifties, but yeah. so that yeah. was back in 2016. There,
1: you know, there was an entire well, never mind. Prohibition lasted eight years. Good good dog, good dog.
0: Yeah. Yeah. When was that? What that was like? That was early. It was like the twenties. Prohibition. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so
2: they changed. it. I was just
0: spitballing. What did they change
2: in the NBA? You can now marijuana is allowed in the NBA drug Holy testing. Crap.
0: You
1: know, I think before before women were allowed to years. vote, didn't they play football? Women. Yeah. so they made the trade from playing football that's right voting. yeah so yeah. before
0: women got the right to vote they actually they were they actually had a women women's football in the, in the, the wnfl yeah i absolutely i forgot about that yeah for yeah. sure um <laughs> so
3: what well training camp hype so what's been your favorite training camp hype um Story. My favorite. I don't on like Twitter any of them. from here on out. I, I know, but your favorite, as in the most unter- entertaining. It could be the most ridiculous, the dumbest. <clears throat> like, what's your favorite thing to we see talk on about a consistent the basis? Thing a little bit more. We didn't
0: expand on that. I
3: mean, what is there to? I guess Kendrick Miller. I mean, fine.
0: <clears throat> I don't know how much Kendrick Miller is actually going to see the field this year now. <sighs> like he he is the third string back there. Jamal Williams is ahead of him on the depth chart. If like, he doesn't play this
3: year, I think there's a chance he's like a pretty big bust. I, I think it's purely dependent on what they think of him going into the season. Yeah. I th- I think he I still think he plays. I think they start him out with like five carries a game. Really? I think I think they scheme him up. They drafted him in the 3rd round. I mean, they're not going to
0: not use him. You know. I mean, what are they going to use him for? Kamara's a better Kamara's a better I mean, Derek Carr back. is their quarterback. I okay, I'll say this then. Calvin Kendrick Miller is going to be fantasy relevant this year.
3: Fantasy irrelevant.
0: I don't think he's going to be fantasy relevant.
3: Okay, that's. I think that's more of a fair argument. Okay. I think he because I think Jamal plays. gets
0: the red zone carries, and I think Kamara gets a lot of the passing game work. I mean, Kendra is not a passing. Yeah, I mean a passing game back. Yeah, but and I think
3: Kamara is the one that's actually um nice. September seventeenth, nineteen twenty. Yeah, Ken the Women's are. National Football league I I literally know you made that up, dude. I, it I'm, literally says it. How right could I Google, on Google? I am not stupid. How could I Google that, Nathan? How can I Google that? I saw you typing the entire time, dude. I'm not stupid. Typing? You think you can just type things into Google? I'm I'm not (laughs) stupid. So with Alvin Kamara, I think... um, (laughs) What the heck? Do you... I mean, what do you think he does from a fantasy perspective
2: this year?
0: I mean, it's hard. Last last year, I mean, what? He was an RB2, right? Was he even an RB2? Yeah,
2: no, he was an RB2. Kamara? I thought he was like RB14. Yeah,
0: Yeah, so so he was an RB2 dingus
3: from a points per game perspective i think he was worse than he finished he finished
0: as rb 13 do we really expect him to take a step up this year i don't
3: kamara at this point
0: i mean the new coaching staff is also not really interested in in using him as much so here's
3: here's the thing with him he had he played 15 games last year which was more than 2021, he boosted his efficiency on a yards per carry perspective from 2021 to 2022, True. going from 3.7 to 4. He boosted his receptions from 47 to 57. He just had less touchdowns, nine touchdowns in 2021, four touchdowns in 2022. He was RB4 on a points-per-game basis in 2021, RB13 on a points-per-game basis in 2022.
2: Ageless wonder for real.
0: Yeah, that, that's actually so impressive. Well, I mean, he was, he, he was probably the best fantasy running back of the decade, like last year.
3: Oh, oh, yeah, for sure. I just think it's very interesting that it honestly was just because of his touchdowns, which were super rare that he scored that little. I mean, four total touchdowns between the receiving and the running game. Like
2: What was it the year before? He
3: was super uh, nine total. The In 2020, it was 21. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, with him, I think he was kind of not overlooked, but like he was... He was not very highly regarded in dynasty circles even last year going yeah. into 22. And even though he had a solid season, like, no one really cared. <laughs> yeah. Because he still, I mean, it was it was definitely regression. On it points was. On a points-per-game basis, he's never performed worse than 8th, and he was 13th in 2022. Yeah.
2: But here, okay. It was regression. Yeah. From 2017 all the way through 2020. But it was
3: touchdown regression. Everything else was the same.
2: You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In the four okay. seasons right. from 2017 yeah. to 2020, Alvin Kamara averaged 21.8 points per game.
0: But that's not going to get any better though because of Jamal Williams. Correct. So I, that, so, I think it's logical to assume that the regression would, regression would probably continue. Yes, okay. but what I'm saying is, I
3: I don't think he'll regress as much as some people no, are estimating because
2: his touchdowns really can't go much lower than four. I mean, I he's mean, never broken he's a thousand be rushing playing. yards. He's
0: also back, uh, capable of being hyper efficient. Like he just is. Yes, and, and you've, you've seen he was
2: still third in team target share last year out yeah. of running backs. Yeah. No, I'm, I mean, I I don't. I'm actually with Nathan here. I I don't see him doing much less than like even like 13 and a half points per game because how is how are his touchdowns going to go lower than four
0: yeah no i agree with you yeah. I, i'm i'm with nathan as well oh how have running backs
3: this will be interesting i'm going to see how running backs have performed in Derek Carr offenses over the last many years raiders keep talking while i look this up <laughs> raiders Don't of the lost ark to do dude raiders of the lost ark that's a good movie Raiders season stats.
1: Was there a yeah. new Indiana Jones movie that came out? Yeah, yeah. And I it totally bombed. Yes. It
2: flopped. Yeah, that was like the same week as Barbenheimer.
0: Yeah, dude. Was it really? Oh my no, gosh. No. Okay, okay. Did talk you, about. So no, you did It was a month
1: earlier. Overshadowed was it really? by yeah. Barbie yeah. Yeah. and Oppenheimer both. Okay.
0: Yeah. So, have any of you guys seen Oppenheimer? Yeah, I no. went and
1: saw it in 70 mil IMAX. Avery, I'm telling you, it was the craziest visual experience I've ever had with a movie.
0: Yeah, I saw it in IMAX too. No, I but not 70 it mil. I it literally. To to have
1: you been to the state museum before? Yes. It takes up the entire screen. I've been there. I know. <laughs> no, but like I've never seen a movie that actually takes up that. What did
0: you think about? What did you think of the movie?
1: Uh, it was. It was very good. I a couple a couple unnecessary R rated scenes, but yeah. um the storyline was cool. No. no. That's just what I heard. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought it was really good. I mean, like I wanna go read American Prometheus or whatever the book is that is based um, off of, right? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's a long book and I'm not a big reader, so I'm not I sure. Like if Ludwig, I like Lud-
3: Ludwig Ludwig Gorenson is the uh composer for the for yeah, the it was really good. Track and I really like it. Really He's an up and coming guy. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. I love that movie. I'm not seeing Barbie though. Uh, it's a crap <laughs> show from what I've heard. So, and I've heard it's actually just not very funny either. Like, I've heard I've
1: heard different things. Yeah, I've heard there are a couple of funny jokes, but yeah, they. That's what. I, yeah, they, they, they're, they're like
0: for I, the most part. I, I not,
3: care about
1: yeah. Oppenheimer a lot more than Barbie.
0: Oh yeah, like obviously. For most, I don't give yeah. a crap about Barbie. Yeah, Did no. you play with Barbie dolls when you were kid? That's that's no. the whole
3: premise of just, the movie. You had sisters
1: is that. The guys, the kins, didn't care about the Barbies, or they they learned about the patriarchy. Then they went went back to Barbie world and made it Kin world, or whatever. Yeah, that's what I've heard about. That's it too. that's us right now. There it is. That's that's
0: true. Yeah, I was. I mean, you have sisters. Like my dad said, he played with Barbies because he had only older sisters. So yeah. you didn't play with Barbies.
3: I did not play with Barbies. Did you play with girl toys? No, but it was the girliest thing they made me do because I had, yeah two older sisters. I played uh, the game uh, Pretty Pretty Princess.
0: Nice. Yeah. You still play that uh, game, don't you?
3: No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dude, that was when I was like five. Bless you. Okay, it was Thank when you. I was
3: like five.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah. Back when you were back when you after you when you were five after you had won your third fantasy football championship. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> My first one was when I was seven. So you're telling yeah. me that he has gone down? I was lucky down? as frick. How do you how do you like In fantasy negative? football skill? Yeah, because oh, yeah. he has zero overall. So yeah. like.
0: He no, I, I had, had no idea what I was talking about. I was just
3: drafting whoever I knew. So,
0: yeah, well, back then it was drafting seven. the Colts, and that was a viable fantasy yeah. strategy. Pa- and Peyton pa- pa-
3: Manning and Andrew Luck were always my get first the pa- Peyton Marv stack,
0: and you're gonna win. Yeah, like I mean, seriously. Yeah, yeah. Back some of my like when I was back in my like ten to twelve years, I was getting the Cam Newton drafted teams. Oh my gosh, yeah, he won me so many fantasy championships. Yeah, but all right, uh, moving through around the league, uh, let's go to the Seahawks. Kendall Walker, injured his groin. Kendall. Kendall Walker? True. Who could have predicted? Is that his name?
3: K- no, it's Kenneth.
0: <laughs> I think his real name is Kendall, no, though. It's,
3: you guys need to stop. Okay. I, I know you're on to <laughs> messing with me right now, and it's not working. Kenneth Walker, injured his groin. and what are you talking about? Char- which is funny, because... I thought Charbonnet was going to be out way longer than Walker. Yeah, people Walker. said
2: Charbonnet was indefinitely. <laughs> 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 In
3: I know. When they say indefinitely, yeah. I'm like...
0: That just, means, that just means for now.
3: No, indefinitely, just like always... I have indefinite PTSD because yeah. every time I hear indefinitely for a gambling suspension, it's yeah. at least Calvin, Ridley, Calvin yeah. Ridley, Isaiah Rogers, et cetera. Like a bunch of guys this year were indefinitely suspended. Get your
0: foot suspended. out of my quad, please. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Ooh. You're so dumb. This is my, um, this, is my this, is, this is mine. No,
2: that it was genuinely scary because I, I was going around being like, "Dang it! I have Zach Charbonnet, honestly, on yeah. a couple yeah. contending teams." As you guys I got, were really you know, concerned. Well, no,
3: but I oh, had cont- I had language. contending
2: teams, right? So that language where was it. Indefinite. Was it German? Oh my gosh! So on on those contending teams, I had late first, right? I picked Charbonnet with those first, and I was I was quite irritated because you know. Were you? aging running bag aging running bags <laughs> so um, Simon can
3: you d- describe to us in detail what you do when you're irritated like takes like, a uh, gummy
2: shut <laughs> up i've never done that
0: <laughs> yeah. oh yeah sorry i knew that I knew um
2: that. No, I I usually I have You a, set yourself up for
0: that. You know that, right? I have a,
2: I have a yoga mat and I usually turn on my meditation music. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I saw him
3: once in his freaking coffee tie dye shirt. Like
2: I don't have coffee tie dye, unfortunately. What do
0: we, yeah. we get him for that first person. Uh, what do you I do? got me the coffee tie-dye shirt? <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> you know me so
3: well. He <laughs> just Ow. like he'll just like reek of coffee. Oh my wife is goes. calling me. You guys cover it. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Uh look. With Kenneth Walker, I, I think You had to take into account going into this year like, hey, how much is Charbonnet going to benefit from Kenneth Walker initially struggling with injury his rookie year and it being multiple injuries like what's he going to do this season? Could he get banged up again? And lo and behold, we're we're not ones to predict injury, but we just had our eye on it. And then once Walker got injured, we were like, oh, this is why we kind of liked Charbonnet. Outside of his talent level, and then Charbonnet gets hurt like crap. Now Charbonnet's back in. He's the one that's actually healthy. He's the one that's going to get all the first-team reps. He's the one that's going to get all of the training camp reps. He's going to be ready to go more than Walker is. And, I mean, I think there's an argument to be made. Simon, you made this argument before – The Charbonnet news even came out, but you said you think there's a chance, a strong chance that Charbonnet outproduces Kenneth Walker in fantasy this year.
2: Yeah, not only is he getting the receptions and getting that PPR boost, but I think Kenneth Walker's drastically capped by not getting the third down touches. Third down touches often, you know, the running back getting those is utilized more in the red zone, to be frank, because he's going to have... Frank? uh, You know, they're not just going to know, oh, he's out there, it's going to be a rushing call. You know, he offers the... Zach Charbonnet will offer the better... Frank who? ocean uh zach charbonnet will offer the better qb you know pass protection he'll offer reception upside and kenneth walker's uh, zach charbonnet is what i'm gonna say yeah. Did i say that yeah uh and zach charbonnet also he's not a bad running back in his own right he had uh, seven yards per carry through bad. college no he's a good through running back. No, but I mean, people, his last people year are, people are acting like well zach people charbonnet people zach charbonnet is the receiving back there as if that's his only skill zach charbonnet is a good running back the reason Kenneth Walker will have those most of the all of the first down touches, if I'm if I'm, were to bet, and then I'd say probably not even all of the second down touches, but yeah. but a good a good percentage of them is because he's the one with four three speed, right? Kenneth Walker ran what four three nine,
3: potentially. But I mean, he also for me, what matters to me the four, most, three, eight. yeah, what matters to me the most is the fact that he is so much more efficient with limited carries, like he.
2: When he got no. less, less
3: snap share? What do you mean no? That's
2: that's a, a poor way to phrase it. So Kenneth Walker, from from 1 to 10 carries a game. He averaged, you know, blank yards per carry. From 10 to 15, it was whatever. And then it went down when it was, uh, from 15 to 20, it went up, and it went back down when it was 20 to 25. Right. So the
3: less opportunity share he got, the more efficient he was, which is exactly what I said.
2: No, because that would imply he gets one, you know, five carries and he's extremely efficient. Because he has to he get a certain he, amount to start ticking up.
3: If he right? gets five to ten carries in a game, I would assume that all of those would probably be at least five yards.
2: Uh his carries. I don't know. let me let me look
3: into that. Dude, I literally did like I was say, extensive Nathan did like, research on. I remember when
0: we were on Nathan's Bachelor Weekend and he I spent, literally like, spent three like three hours, two hours on it. Researching the Seattle Seahawks backfield. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Yeah. I don't know. I, I, so as his, it was funny because he started getting.
2: I would just bring up games where he did less get fewer carries. carries.
3: Where he got fewer carries, he was more efficient, and he scored the <laughs> same amount of fantasy points as when he got larger No, I mean,
2: four carries, 15 yards, right? Eight carries, 24 I, okay, yards. Okay, is,
3: is that the first third of the season?
2: Okay, we'll go yeah, to y- the back. We'll you, you
3: need to go to the back two-thirds because he didn't. Four,
2: Fourteen carries, 30, 39 with how Yards. many
3: touchdowns and receptions those games?
2: One touchdown. Yeah. I mean one reception. Two touchdowns. But I I'm, I'm saying Lows like was a snapshot. I I'm losing that one. Uh let me see. Yeah. 69. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Nice. Yeah. But no, I mean I think there's games where I think Kenneth Walker would ideally get still 13, 12, 13 carries a game, and I hope that happens. So yeah,
0: I think he does. All right, let's, I, I let's, think it's reasonable. Let's pivot a little bit. Yeah, there let's, has... let's
2: go down the alphabet, Kansas City Chiefs. All right,
0: that's we'll fine. Keep,
2: keep going in an alphabetic
0: order. Seahawks, uh, so here, here's breaking news from Kansas City Am Chiefs. Am I missing a list? Train. No. Yeah.
3: Okay, well, what do you mean down the alphabet? Kenneth Walker to Kansas City Chiefs? Is no, not down no, no, the no.
2: Alphabet? S- Seattle Seahawks to Kansas City Chiefs. Down
0: that's the alphabet. That's not down the alphabet. Yeah, it yes, is. Yes, it is. S. S- that and then you would be that, to would, K. that would be up the alphabet no you just go down and go around oh my god
1: didn't we just have another argument about how much of the alphabet was was LCL used? PCL and yeah. ACL <laughs> which yeah I, it was only four I, letters, I, though, I still right? haven't decided which side i'm on there because it was a third of the amount of letters that are yeah. in the alphabet yeah but if you, you but you think but a third
0: of the alphabet I said you're it was, I was of wrong the... i was wrong okay all right we can we can establish that um <laughs> So, anyways, with Kansas City, uh, the breaking news out of that training camp has been that every single wide receiver there has had a good camp, and they're all going to be the wide receiver one, which and is really Justin,
2: interesting. Uh, including John Ross. Justin Ross. John Ross. He retired. Oh. Yeah, Justin was Ross. Was he on the Chiefs? Yeah, he was.
0: That's funny. I didn't they know. Got both. I, didn't, I thought he was on the Giants. Got both Rosses. He quit like
2: four days into I know he retired, but I didn't, didn't know he
0: was on the He's Chiefs He was like, roster.
3: dude, I can't do this.
0: He literally was he like... He was like,
3: Justin Ross is just so much better than I am.
0: <laughs> Andy Reid said he was tired of it. Yeah. Okay. Andy Reid's my favorite coach. But anyways, um, yeah, Sky Moore, he's really developed. Uh, Rasheed Rice, he could be their wide receiver one as a rookie. Canary's Tony, he could be their wide receiver one. In reality, you know, Taravis is going to get the majority of the targets there. But I'm curious which second... Target or which number one wide receiver you're the most high on in Kansas City because I think we're gonna have to. Well, if you
3: team. listen to the podcast, we talked about this last week. Well, I didn't because I, I was on vacation. Ah, oh, you should listen to it anyways. We both said Rasheed
0: Rice. I literally didn't have service. Really, Rasheed yeah. Rice? Yeah. Oh, I like Sky more, but yeah, I think I might agree with you. I though. think Sky
3: Moore's a gadget guy. I think he.
0: well, oh, you're a gadget guy. Thank you. Um, well, Rasheed Rice
2: doesn't profile to be in the slot. Sky does. It's true, but that could make Sky more dangerous from a yeah, PPR standpoint. It
0: could. I mean, don't I don't think you should be sleeping on Sky More. I don't think it's I don't think there's a clear answer here. Like I, no. if somebody told me there was a clear answer, I'd argue with him. Because I think they both have a very good shot.
3: Gadget doesn't mean he doesn't score points. I just think. I no, mean, no, but like, from you, a think, re- a from guy, a you think of gadget guy. You think of Isaiah McKenzie. Like, okay, sure. I guess you, yeah, because your best gadget guy really is like Debo Samuel, and yeah. that's that's and an anomaly. That. Yes, yes, yeah, exactly. that's fair.
0: When I think gadget guy, I think more of a role player. So, yeah, <clears throat> I don't know. I think he has the um upside to be a dependable slot receiver. If which I were would to pick someone other, other than like,
3: Rasheed Rice, skymore would be my
0: pick. Well, yeah, I think it's between those two yeah. for sure. Yeah, um this is one we wanted to talk about for sure. But the news out of Buffalo Bills training camp, one of the things, you know, their GM went on Pat McAfee and basically said that keep Dalton going up Kincaid... up the alphabet, yeah. Yeah, keep going Keep going down the alphabet here. Um, basically said that Dalton Kincaid was being used, lined out wide, pretty much as a receiver. Um, I don't think this necessarily surprises us, but, it, I mean, for him to straight up say that and say that's where he's... Be- not only is he there, that's where he's best. That's where he's best. Like, that is encouraging for me. Um, as a Dalton Kincaid truther. But Nathan and I got into this discussion. So I've been trying to trade yeah. for Dalton Kincaid recently. Discussion. And I have Dallas Goddard, and the offer that I have is... Oh, I want to see that video. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah,
2: that was a really good route. <sighs>
0: Dalton um, Kincaid, the offer I yeah. have is Dallas Goddard for Dalton Kincaid in a third. And so we were talking about Dalton Kincaid versus Dallas Goddard. I want to have that discussion on the podcast. Um, Simon. I want you to start because Nathan and I have already talked about this a little bit. When you're talking about Dynasty in Dynasty Tight End Premium Leagues, when you're talking about no, Dalton there's Kinca-
2: not that big of a gap between D- Dallas Goddard and Dalton Kincaid.
3: I agree, I do agree. But which I'd... one do you prefer over the other?
2: Do it. I'll take Dalton Kincaid, and cool. in, and in, in the, there's a stipulation here. I think this is kind of what Avery and I were talking about with like Javante Williams and Zach Charbonnet earlier. I would rather pass on. Dallas Goddard and get Dalton Kincaid later because I like pass and get the guy I prefer I wouldn't draft Kincaid where Goddard is going but I
0: also won't draft Goddard where Goddard is going I'm pretty you know what I'm saying yeah I'm getting pretty close though to drafting Kincaid like into the 6th early 7th and being comfortable with it I do think listen I think Kincaid is a guy that can have an immediate impact in Buffalo I think he's I think he is the second option there
2: well yeah and reading his numbers earlier on our on our freaking video prep Man, the guy was a receiver in college. It's not like and he's he was going to be a, a receiver for the Bills. It's not like he was just a tight end. He was averaging so many touches per game. Let, let me pull it up here. Where is it? He averaged eight targets a game, seventy-four yards, and almost a touchdown. He had a twenty-two percent target share. Essentially, that is his junior so year. Hot.
3: yeah.
0: Which was I remember yeah. watching one of their games here upstairs and. He mm-hmm. was ball- it was their bowl game, I think. Yeah. And he was balling out it was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Which is, is great. That just I again I mean so with, should I, so, with
3: any tight end you always just wonder how much is that really gonna s- translate to NFL production his first year or even yes, two. That's because it. I mean like Kyle Pitts was correct ridiculous. But correct.
2: And and that's the other thing we we'll say is only eight rookie tight ends since two thousand have even scored ten plus points per game in their rookie season. Only eight. Yeah. So so at this point, you know, this is the twenty third year since two thousand, that's one every three years. Kyle Pitts didn't do it. Greg Dulcich didn't do it. Maybe, maybe Dalton Kincaid is that one in the three years. But are we really betting on that? You know, and who says it's him? It, might, it could be Michael Mayer. It could be Luke Musgrave. It could be Sam Laporta. But Dalton Kincaid certainly profiles to be that. And aside from Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis has—he's only 24, right? But he's pretty much shown us what he is. He's going to get probably three receptions a game and and put up some big numbers. But he's not a—he's not a target hog and. When Josh Allen is going out there throwing the ball as many times as he is, he's going to leave some targets around for Kincaid to pick up. Yeah. I absolutely love Kincaid and Dynasty.
3: I I really, really like Kincaid a
0: lot. So are you guys good with me making this deal? Well, this
3: is what we we were talking about. If you are contending, I am really, really –
2: I'm taking Goddard. I'm. I think Kincaid has Goddard production
0: upside this year.
2: That Goddard only give you 11.8 points per game last. Kincaid.
3: Okay. That that does not take into account the fact that I mean he he missed. um, Does it does it take into account on PFF? On player profile. Or how many games he played? Yes. How many games does it say he played? Twelve. Twelve. Okay. Yeah. Look with him though. I will say with Dallas Goddard when you look at his splits, and, and this was the biggest wasn't argument because I'm I'm on the fence honestly I see both sides. Yeah, um, Goddard was I, on the field I was, ninety I was plus just kind percent of, of the time most games. With Goddard, when you look yeah. at his splits before he got injured versus after, not not even after, when you look at Devontae Smith's splits, yes. before Goddard gets hurt and after, Devontae Smith seems to be the one taking the hit from Goddard being on the field, not Goddard. Yeah. From um, a consistency okay. perspective.
2: I have a quick way of now, doing
3: this. Now, when the thing with that, it be, because uh, look at this. So, Devonta Smith, through the first 10 weeks, he's 0-15-34, 18 15 Just 7, four 13-13, and then he goes 21-17-17-31-20-13. You're,
2: You're losing me in all the numbers. I have it. I, okay. have, I can do it on, on this. Is that okay with you? Yeah, sure. Okay. But,
3: I mean, the listeners aren't going to hear anything different. But yeah, but
2: this will This no, be... No, no, but... This is going to give you the points per game through this through this. But Dallas Goddard before his injury, twelve point eight points per game. Yeah, right. Let's look at it after his injury. After his injury, well, nine point three.
3: Yeah, but it was only three games. It was too small of a sample size. Okay, that's why I kind of look at we can include
2: the we can include the playoffs there. Nine point three. Oh, he outproduced Devonta Smith in the playoffs. Okay, but he he's still going down in his production. That's what I'm saying.
3: He, if you include the playoffs, he had way more than 9.3 points per game. Because he had 20, 11, and 16 in the uh,
2: division. 10.5. So he still went down from
3: 12.8. What math are you doing? Uh, I'm looking at tight end premium numbers. That's why your numbers are so low. In ti- I'm talking about in tight end premium. In tight end premium, it's going to be a lot more.
0: Yeah, and I guess I'm playing on tight end premium. So, but yeah, that's still fair. I mean that, you any that doesn't really That's fair. Add this much is just to, general yeah. fantasy. Yeah. yeah so
2: basically I think, question, argument, though, because I think the question I think the question as well.
3: Yes, but that's that's my point is what what we're saying with just on the Goddard side we're basically asking which which half of the season was the fluke? Was it Was it DeVonta Smith taking the the consistency hit with Goddard on the field a fluke or was it the other way around? Which one was the fluke? I think with with Dalton Kincaid, I completely get it. I think he's great. I think he's a great investment. However, he is still a rookie tight end and there is inherent risk with yes. that. I think what you I think your opinion on Goddard automatically makes a decision for you. Do you prefer Goddard or Kincaid? Which half of the season do you think was the fluke? So I don't, what if
2: you Why think are we the calling either a fluke?
0: If the I, I first half of the fluke. season,
3: do you think was if you? Because okay. I, think, I think
0: Goddard did outproduce Devonta when he was on the field, and I, and I think okay.
2: Goddard's a good enough player to continue that so being if said, producing. That's the case, he's not just going to disappear. As a contender, you should probably take
3: Goddard, but it's safer. And, and it, it, he Goddard did get a bit of a value from a, knock but because I do think he it's was fairly
0: hurt. safe because from a market value perspective they're about equal, and if Kincaid hits, like Goddard is probably. Being close to price, I mean price at a ceiling. Like I don't see Dallas Goddard jumping up into the third or fourth round like a TJ Hawkinson does. But
3: Avery, I'm telling you, as Kincaid, a, I do think is as gonna a be as a contender, yep. as a contender, you have to expect Dalton Kincaid to be a top six tight end for it to actually
0: pay off. I, I don't, and, I, and that's the but thing. A so then I'd
2: still, I'm still selling Dallas Goddard for Dalton Kincaid and going out and getting D- Gerald Everett or Tyler Higby or. Um, uh, Jags.
0: But we preach this. But who, we preach this all just the sign time. But Dallas Goddard is here. so much of a fringe, like. Why not? take I don't value Dallas for, Goddard Why not shoot for the stars and try to get the one that has the top three round? Because if
3: I were a betting man, Dalton Kincaid isn't going to blow you out of the water this year and be a top four producing tight end. I think it's still Kelsey, Mark but Andrews, neither, but Kittle, But
0: neither's got it. So why not shoot for the like? Not why not shoot for the upside and try to get somebody who, if he does produce at that level, he's going to jump up in an age. And you feet. can
2: still get Evan Ingram a lot cheaper
3: because so I just, think Goddard has just as good a chance, if not better, as Kincaid because he's the actual Season veteran who's still. But like what's going to happen to What's going To what? To to be as high as a tight end five.
2: But what's going to happen to Goddard's value if he does that?
0: Yeah, he is. nothing. No, think, yeah, but his value is going to stay the same. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, you're, yeah. it's different playing fields because Dalton Kincaid's 23 right. year old tied to Josh Allen.
3: But what I'm telling you is, as a contender, you're trying to win your championship and score more points. And the age gap between Goddard and Kincaid is not large. It's not like a Kelsey versus Hawkinson thing. No, where you're getting eight years by. Down I'm not worried about age Hawkinson. at all.
0: It's ceiling. It's a ceiling yeah. play. Yeah. Like and and and, and honestly, and I'm not really worried about like the difference in production either because I'm not sure they're going to produce. Let me see the
2: rest of your lineup.
3: I mean, like Simon said, there's only been eight rookie tight ends since 2000 that have produced as a that have even giving you 10 plus even giving you 10 plus points per game. Goddard is already giving you 13 to 14 in tight end
2: premium leagues. Oh, he has Zach Ertz on his bench,
3: so he might not even play this year. Yeah, he tore his ACL.
2: I know, but Zach Ertz was better than was better than Dallas Goddard was last year.
3: Correct until he got injured. You're right.
2: So yeah. go pick up McBride. Super cheap. Give yourself some I just, security there. I feel like if this were George Kittle, I, I think it would be you a different can find discussion re- I think you can easily find replacement level value at tight end. And if the rest of your oh, roster man. is good enough, I, I under- you worry about I, that season. I mid-season know what you mean by Goddard
3: he- because like from the tight end data that we did, you're right. Goddard it was the, the guy that was he was a fringe guy. He was still a definitely a tier up from Pat Frymoose so we yes. would still include him in the top six elite tight ends. But that's why I'm so on the fence about it. And it kind of just irks me as a contender. Like, I love Dalton Kincaid. I would get as much Dalton Kincaid as I could unless I was a contender in Dallas Goddard. And that's the thing. It's You're not getting enough to compensate for Goddard being yeah. more likely than Kincaid to put up points now and, and for the next four or five making years making a
2: really good point because trey mcbride was that guy people were so sure about last year he was going in the, the late was, first early second and but now he was he's drafted free in the third round he yeah, was drafted in but the third he was round. always going to be drafted Decker's, in the second and he's also
0: uh, not the level prospect that kincaid yeah. was i think i think that's and a different also, situation that's, that's, different, that's not different skill set. that's not true
2: it is true yeah it is i mean mcbride is mcbride put up 1100 yards last year at colorado yeah but he was at colorado state Compared to Utah, I mean... There's Utah, Utah is a is, very good
3: college. Yes. And very yeah. high-level competition there in but, the Pac-12, right? Pac-12. But
2: Trey McBride was, you know, put him in a different conference. He's averaging 11 targets per game and almost 100 yards. So I, I th- sa- I, we're same level about draft,
3: receiving prospect. He's... No, he, no, he's not. I, I don't think so. Not, not as a I, I tight end prospect on because I mean, look at the draft capital. 34 target share. Look at the draft capital. the draft
0: capital. Like why? And didn't
3: the turn situation. A second. And the situation. Yeah,
2: I know, I know. First round draft capital is a huge deal. But I'm saying, I'm, I'm taking your side here. I'm saying, look what happened yeah. to McBride's value where people were so sure rookie tight end one. He's going to be that, that yeah. guy. He's going to next year. He's top five startup pick. Stop. Top five round startup pick. And then I don't now he's, saying he's that going. About no, we we weren't because okay. we were saying he's a rookie. Yeah. Don't expect yeah. him to do this. So I'm. So I think Nathan makes a good good point here that Kincaid could easily. You know he. Yeah. I th-
3: now what was the it? Dawson Knox still here? had like
2: a top five snap share last year. What was the
3: difference here though? Last year was McBride ever being even closely valued to Goddard, and was it ever considered a fair trade? No. no. The difference is Kincaid and Goddard, I mean, they are neck and neck at this yeah. point. Yes. And I think they should be. Yep. What I'm saying is for Avery's sake, as for a contender... A contender it really irks me if you take yes. Dalton Kincaid. well.
0: I hate that team anyways because you know I don't hate that I have two elite QBs in Justin Herbert and Trevor Lawrence, but it definitely like kind of sh- shoots my depth in the foot. If um, anything,
3: dude, I would rather you pay up with a second. I, I would rather <sighs> you pay a second and up tier to George Kittle from Dallas Goddard. Like if if anything, I know the value. I know the, val- I s- I know mm, the values mm, there with Kincaid. Like maybe mm. even just a third for
0: Kittle. Like people I, I don't, don't value know.
2: Kincaid and Kittle that far apart.
0: In my experience, yeah, yeah, and that's where it gets tough. I just it depends on the person, really, yeah. like which is like how it is with I
2: get team. it. I
3: like King. I like Kincaid a lot, but again, the expectation for him has already gotten relatively high compared to where most rookie tight ends go, with the exception of Kyle yeah. Hits, I think we that even though tight ends usually it takes very little production for them to skyrocket in value. That's because you're assuming most of them are dang near valueless. With Dalton winning. Kincaid already going in the sixth round, I think. For him to really go up like significantly in market value next year, like to a third round pick, he would have to be an elite top six producing tight end, and I think that's less likely <laughs> than, like Kyle than you having to pay by this time next year a fifth round pick to get. Like, I don't think the market value loss by not trading for him now is really going to be. I drastic. mean, we just have to
0: remember that like getting. Into I think that-
2: Dallas Goddard is just going to continue to be this mid level, mid level good tight end where he's, he's going to give, give you an age over the replacement level, but he's not elite. Yeah. He's, even though he's he, a bridge. He,
3: no, even though he is on the back end of elite, he's still, I mean, from a win rate perspective, he is a level up from everyone else below he's him, the, still, But he's, he's a level, the down one. From the other he's level down from the other guys. He's a level down from the other guys. So he's, he's the is, bridge.
0: There's no I way. I guess his, you could argue win, the bridge from elite. His win rate that was that, that much higher of that of Evan than Ingram's?
3: Like Pat Frymuth? Yeah.
0: yeah. Really? Evan Ingram?
3: Yeah, I can pull it up to make sure, but...
0: I would think Evan Ingram also. Because I saved the data.
3: Nice. Uh, yeah. Cause I'll, I'll just read Good it now to you guys. I could be wrong. I could be remembering it wrong, but I remember saying Goddard is definitely a significant tear down from like Kittle especially, Yes. but he definitely should be
0: considered an elite tight end. Cause like Ingram last year was the tight end five. He finishes yeah, a yeah. hunk. Like now, higher.
3: now the big question with Ingram and the reason we don't really consider him an elite level tight end is because of the ridiculous receiving talent in that offense. because you've got Calvin Ridley and and Christian Kirk. Uh, Now, granted for the Eagles, you have A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith, but Goddard (laughs) Goddard has already shown insignificant samples. Yeah, I was like dying
0: inside. So we just start the discussion. Is Evan Ingram, should he be valued? I would call the the
3: Eagles ridiculous, and the Jaguars pretty dang good.
0: I think Ingram should be
3: valued higher than he currently is. I think seventh round draft capital is fair for Evan Ingram. I mean, before the contract, contract, he was going 10th, 11th, 12th even
2: sometimes. Yeah, he's not made a move. Yeah, um, it's crazy. Yeah, all right. Until this, good, until today. Good
0: talk. Today. uh, we yeah. uh, you, you mentioned Utah and it reminded me of something. I want to know your thoughts. Um, all trying to find you, my tight end data on what I want to know what you think about Oregon and Washington joining the Big Ten. Oh my gosh! Does it make you mad? I mean, the it, it's
1: Big Ten. Which it's, sur- I it's mean,
0: are going to, by the way, they're going to add two more teams. They're going to go to 20. So yeah.
1: in, in my
3: sample of 118, That's so, it's like a
0: football league at this point. Yeah. Yeah. It,
3: it is ridiculous. It, like at this point, the power five conferences, not even the power five, the big 10 and the sec are going to monopolize like conferences. And then it's going to be all the nothing burger conferences after that. It's not fair.
0: <laughs> yeah, It's dumb. No, it's going to be like two super conferences, I think.
3: Yeah. Uh, Dallas Goddard in tight end premium last year doubled the win rate of Evan Ingram. More than doubled. In my is in, in dynasty, my sample size, in, 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 in tight end premium, 118 leagues. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why he was. That's why I considered what was the? What were the totals? For uh, those? So it was Kelsey with 22, Andrews with 16, Hawkinson with 17, Kittle with 20, and Goddard with 11. So a big step down with so Goddard. So it was
0: 11 of 5 out of 118.
3: 11 uh, or 118. It was 11 with Dallas Goddard Ingram five of the 118.
0: So in reality, I mean, it was 4% versus 9%. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. Which is, that's pretty significant.
0: Yeah. They're both pretty small. Now
3: though. Again, the data is a little bit, well, I mean, 22 out of 118 is small and that's Kelsey. Yeah. You know, like yeah, that's, significant. But that's, that's the rest. Significant.
0: Everyone else was like one. So, yeah, um Dalton yeah, I Schultz don't, had I don't normal. really know what to think. I mean it's all money driven, football driven for the Big Ten, but it is really weird to have West Coast teams in the Big Ten. Like
1: That's what I'm saying. Because <laughs> yeah, four of was, them now yeah. what Nebraska was the furthest
0: like, west? How are they even gonna team? Yeah, it doesn't like, even make any sense. How are they gonna schedule football? Like are we just gonna play half the teams each year? Like
1: I don't know, dude.
0: I don't care. It's IU football, so and who cares? But still. Yeah,
1: how how do prime time games work? You know, Uh, if it's prime time in uh yeah, Oregon or you know, Pacific time, like it's eleven o'clock here.
0: Yeah. The Hall of Fame game was on last night. Did you guys watch any of that? Yeah, Yeah, I did watch some. (laughs) I watched um I (laughs) I
3: watched Chris Collinsworth say that, you know. The, uh, I didn't even have a problem. Zach with Wilson it. could really end up being a great asset for the Jets, you know, if he really pans out and grows and develops behind Aaron Rodgers. And literally right when he finished saying it, Zach Wilson slipped and fell on his face. It was so <laughs> funny. It was just really timely. Like it literally didn't mean anything. It was just like the definition of Zach Wilson's career <laughs> um, to this
0: point. So all right. I mean it was pretty much a crap show, but what do you yeah. what are you looking at? Is he a Bonnie Conda getting are we all hopping the hype for his the... one run? I have to. What do you happen back to, Simon? We are all, we
2: all out of. Sorts Nathan here. said, I, "I want you to clarify here. Yeah, when Kenneth Walker gets, when is he the most efficient? When when he's getting how many? carries? When he gets
3: less than seventy five percent snap share.
2: No, 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 how many carries? Uh,
3: when he gets, I think I I think when he gets less than seventy five percent snap share.
2: <laughs> so I
3: I did it about the snap share.
2: Okay, when Kenneth Walker gets one to ten carries. Yep. 3.8 yards per carry. When he gets 11 to 20, 3.4. When he gets 21 to 30,
0: 6.8 yards per carry. Okay, but there's a pretty clear explanation when for that. When did he though. get
2: 21 to 30? Once, um, ten, yeah. in 10 games, 28 carries. Yeah, he had 28 carries in that range.
0: Yeah, and so the more opportunities you give Kenneth Walker as a big play guy to to break off a big play, Correct. he breaks off. He's broken. He broke off two of those or three of those in that in late games in that range, and that definitely brought his average up. Yeah, I think we need to see that data year over year for it to actually like concretely gotcha. mean something. But gotcha. yeah, yeah,
2: I mean, but it's kind of similar. You saw with Josh Jacobs where you you can you can go to the NFL website and look up the situational splits on how how yeah. many carries he gets and where he's more efficient. Like Derrick Henry, you see he he goes up and up and up. Um, yeah, but Kenneth Walker gets his He's least efficient from 11 to 20 carries. Yeah,
3: so yeah, I was wrong then. on 74 I, attempts. I, no, you're fine. I, what I did is I looked up. I I think I made. I don't think de- you were wrong. I made to so, my you, research. You're, you're pro- you so, weren't wrong. you were wrong. I was probably doing snap snap share, share, and those were
2: the games when he was in a lot, but he wasn't getting as many carries. He was probably getting more receiving work yeah,
3: because I don't know what his. I don't know what his passing game or or pass blocking grades are, but I think that was some of the concerns with him. And I kind of saw the situation a little bit similar to Najee Harris, whereas Najee Harris's snap share went down towards the end of the season. He got a little bit more consistent and a little bit more efficient. And that's because they just had him on the field less. Correct. So when you're you're bringing in Walker with fresh legs for, you know, half the time, then he's arguably going to be a little more efficient.
2: I'm with you. That yeah. 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 I, I think it's in the NFL website has that on every single running back in the league. It's pretty cool to look at sometimes.
0: Yeah. Uh I want to take a minute here just real quick. First of all, if you enjoy the podcast, make sure you give it a five-star rating or whatever, whatever, whatever platform you're on. Uh, that helps reach helps us reach new people to listen to the podcast. Uh, and also, if you want our exclusive content for your fantasy and dynasty leagues, flockfantasy.com slash domain. Our code domain gives you 30% off the entire site. You can now get a team blueprint, which those are up on our YouTube page if you want to check those out. Really cool new product we're offering uh, if you do the annual Mother Flocker tier, but you also get rankings, articles, our Discord databases, etc. So like I said, flockfantasy.com slash domain is where you can find all of our exclusive content and you can support us. We're building a heck of a community over there. We'd love to see you there. We nice. Are, we are currently uh, doing a startup draft right now. So this startup yeah. draft is called Shad dynasties
2: Are you on the clock? Shady Nasty. No,
0: I'm not on the clock. Okay. Shady Nasty, is that what it is? Yeah. Shady Nasty.
2: Or, or Shad Dynasty. Shad Dynasty. Yeah. I'm
0: pretty sure it is Shad Dynasty.
2: No, he, he made a joke when I joined. Like, anyone get the dual. Very creative. The dual title. And I was like, funny. I respect
3: it.
0: Um, but it kind of was funny. Yeah, that is funny. Anyways. So this is a dynasty super flex tight premium best ball league. And when I say best ball, I mean,
2: best ball. People are really putting their best impressions of bad bad foot forward. It's like
0: the
3: best thing I've ever heard in my life.
0: Um, Let's talk about our teams. So, first of all, Nathan and I got the 101, 102, because we did a derby. Here's the thing, and I want to put this caveat in there because it's our podcast and we have time. I freaking hate derbies. I do too. I cannot Just start the stand. draft, man. I mean, it takes a whole freaking day to do a derby. You spend a whole day that you could be drafting doing the freaking derby. This this draft this league, by the way, getting it started was crazy. Because we were waiting <laughs> on two dudes to pay for like twenty-four hours. And the dude and they the dude just was like, just like just posting them. gifs in, in or gifts or however you say it into the chat of him like yawning and he wouldn't pay. So and then we had to do a vote, but we changed the vote like five times. It took a long time to get this draft going, but we got it going. Um so Nathan took Mahomes and I took Hurts. So we, that's how we started our teams. Uh, Simon's made some trades, but here's my team so far. <laughs> Um, I've got Jalen Hurts, Jameer Gibbs, Josh Jacobs, Devontae Adams, Zay Flowers, George Kittle, and Kyler Murray. Um, I'm pretty happy with that. You can go about your team right now.
2: Yeah, so I, I only got one quarterback at this point. Uh, I have Deshaun Watson, but I mean, I got Deshaun at the 2-8. Uh, followed that up, Jonathan Taylor, three oh nine. Okay.
0: Oh, we need to talk about JT for the last I got, um, couple minutes. I got TJ
2: Hawkinson at the 4-5, and then here's my wide receiver core right, right now. Garrett Wilson. DK Metcalf, Quentin Johnston, Jordan Addison, and Christian Watson. And, oh, and I have two 24 seconds on this team. So I'm, I'm pretty pleased to Nathan? put it lightly.
3: Yeah, so I started out with Patty Mahomes at the 101, and then the 212, I didn't make any trades like you guys did. I got one offer, I considered it, and then I was like, eh, no. I got Bryce Young at the 212, um, at the 312, I got C.J. Stroud. JSN at the 4-1, which I was ecstatic about. And then I unfortunately had to take the value with Ramondre Stevenson at the 512, and then Trey Burks at the 6-1. <clears throat>
2: okay. So 512 Ramondre is awesome. Those Good. are
0: our starts from that from that league. I want to spend the last 15 minutes or so talking about the Colts because we're homers and we talk about the Colts, but we have not talked about Jonathan Taylor on here. And I'm going to use my public platform and I'm going to abuse my power here. So I want, there's a number of things I want to talk about. Number one, JT, the report is that JT was pissy when he showed up because the Colts wanted him to come back early because they wanted to work on his ankles. They wanted the, they wanted the trainers to work on his ankle. Um, okay, whatever. But JT showed up, obviously he's on the puppy dog list, but he wants a new contract. If you've noticed anything in the last three months with NFL running backs, it's that they are not getting paid right now. They are not getting paid. It has been that way with the Giants. It has been that way with the Raiders. And now you've seen that with Jonathan. You saw it with even the Chargers and Austin Eckler. Now you're seeing it with the Colts and Jonathan Taylor. But there's a huge difference. There's a huge difference when the Colts don't pay a running back because when they do exactly what the market, exactly what every other team in the NFL is doing, Jim Marce is the worst owner in the NFL, and I am freaking done with it. I, yeah. I, i'm gonna tell you this if you are on twitter talking about jim Mersey and you don't live in indianapolis shove it like seriously shove it i i you don't know what you're talking about you don't you have no idea what the dude does for the community he's been a, he's been a solid owner does he open his mouth and when he really should shut it absolutely he does he says some stupid things kind
2: of reminds me of a recent president
0: he, he, yes who oh i can't okay I you know you shouldn't have said that but um <laughs> i won't talk about that um if you don't live in Indy, you don't know what you're talking about. If you're comparing him to Dan Snyder, you have no freaking... First of all, if we're passing the baton for NFL's worst owner, I mean, Robert Kraft like solicited strippers, so I don't even want to freaking hear it. Okay, he's He is a disgusting old man, and you really want to go and talk about worst owner in the NFL because he won't pay a running back like anybody else. I mean, you have no clue what you're talking about. Jonathan Taylor, look, I've got a Jonathan Taylor jersey. I'm actually, like, monetarily invested in Jonathan Taylor as a Colts player, and he has been freaking ridiculous. This is insane. His agent is a moron. His agent on Twitter, I mean, he is losing him money. Yeah. It is absolutely stupid strategy. It's a stupid idea, and Jonathan Taylor is an idiot for hiring the guy and for going along with it. Yeah. Am I out of line? No, and honestly...
3: I, I remember when this first was, all this stuff was coming out about a week ago, and I was kind of shocked. I was like, this does not seem like JT, this is not JT, what's going on? Then all these details about his agent start coming out. So he just hired this agent a few weeks ago. He fired his old one, got a new one, and you you start seeing these things that, he, that J, JT said back in April, where he's like, yeah, I... Inked in a four-year deal, I'm going to play out that deal, and I'm going to show that I'm worth being paid by by the Colts, and I'm going to be a great team pl- player and yada yada. Like we've never had any issues with, with JT; he's always been considered one of the team leaders. Very easygoing, very Wasn't soft-spoken, incredibly year? kind. Yeah, team captain. captain every single year. A super smart guy. He's not
2: dumb. Like he
3: literally could have gone to I don't Harvard. Know. I,
0: I actually am considering well, him being well, dumb. Now. That's
3: what I'm saying. Is I think. One He's of the young,
2: th- getting bad advice. As
3: innocent as as bystanders looking from the it's outside, my age, <laughs> looking from the outside in, we don't really understand the the interaction between a player and an agent and what do the negotiations really look like? What does the situation with contract negotiations really look like and how involved is the player actually? Because a lot of times you have a guy like Michael Pittman coming out and saying like, I'm not really paying attention much to my contract. I'm letting the agent handle that. I'm practicing. I'm just focusing on the game. Like I should. JT has been doing that for three years he was planning on doing that this year, gets a new agent. Part of me wants to say this is 90% the agent and 10% him. Yeah, but and he 100% he, hired the agent. He 100% yeah. hired the agent, so he is responsible for that and like
2: He's but, making the decisions. But part up.
3: of me just wants to give him a little bit of the uh, I, How, how do I give him the benefit of the doubt when he's you standing he standing no on leverage. the sideline with his hood up and not talking to anyone?
0: He has no leverage either. That's the thing. What leverage does the dude have? Yes, he had an incredible season two seasons ago. That said, last year, he got hurt. He didn't do squat. He's in a running back. He's in a market where running backs are not getting paid. What does he honestly expect the Colts to do? Well, you should pay your best player. $20 million a year? Yeah, he was not their best player last year. The Colts are being smart by not, like, he's going to be on a prove-it year, and then they would have paid him. They're doing the same exact thing with Michael Pittman. The difference is, Michael Pittman's like, I just want to play ball, and I know I'll get paid. And he's right. Yeah, Do you know who the
3: best? Player for the Colts has been for the last five DeForest years.
0: Buckner?
3: Hands down, DeForest yeah. Buckner. Yes. yes. It has not been Jonathan Taylor. Info, it's baby. not been Michael Pittman. It's not been Shaq Leonard well, because I of his, his injuries. Was JT was, was in
2: 2022, uh, 2021. Let's get that straight. Uh, Honestly, yeah. I would Defoe make an, an argument. had a really good year that year, too. Yeah, I know. I'm well aware. So I DeForest, think he, didn't, he didn't give up 2,000, he didn't, he, missed, 2000 yards yeah, from scrimmage. He did. That doesn't happen. DeForest
3: yeah. Buckner missed one or two games that year. In both games, he was out. Bofa. The we got
0: The
2: defense got smacked. Yeah, yes. they did. They I know.
0: sucked with that. Go ahead. Yeah.
2: No, I mean, I, I think Jonathan Taylor, <laughs> still a top three running back in the NFL, and people yes! are forgetting that, and they're... The amount of Twitter idiots who don't watch the Colts games, and yes, I'm going to sound like a homer here, who say, oh, he just benefited from the top five O line in 2021. First off, that's not true. That O line was, was not top 5 in 2021. He
3: benefited from a QB that could actually move a little bit. Yes, yes,
2: but Jonathan Taylor, he can do things that one other running back in the league can do, and that's Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb yeah. he's, he's not Derrick Henry. They don't have the same skill set. But Jonathan Taylor is so incredible. And if he's not getting paid... What is happening to running backs in this league?
0: I, and I don't even think it's but that he's I, I not just getting think he's paid. Being an idiot. I think the Colts have have leverage to make a smarter financial decision, yep. than to just to hand him a big contract. And they're exercising that leverage. And then Jonathan Taylor is acting like he's this big victim, and he actually is because you can't tell me it's just all his agent. He's on Twitter too. He's yes, tweeting that he doesn't. Saw. have... now. Now the the back thing now is a different discussion.
3: It, how much of it is a show? Like a lot of things on Twitter are are a show and I know he tweeted them, I know he's making a scene, but like, I know, but Saquon Barkley, a bunch of stuff he was saying was coming directly from him and he said some, not quite pugnacious stuff, but a little bit on the line. Yeah, I know. And then then ultimately, he was like, I literally, I can't do this anymore. Agent, I'm done. I'm signing the deal. I have to play with my team. I'm tired of this charade. And part of me wonders if that's what Jonathan Taylor's going through right now. Yeah, but he's
0: going to hurt his character in that line. No, but Jonathan Taylor, they've said Jonathan Taylor's relationship with the Colts is ruined. And for what? Because because who's saying that, though? Twitter? uh, I mean, like, good sources. I mean, like Mike Barkley, Wells says it's like the you know, Giants, damage the Giants Mike Chapel says it's damaged. The Giants repair. were
3: supposed to be super loyal to all their players that they invested in and pay them really well. And Saquon was supposedly super furious with the Giants and their relationship was ruined too. And if you're, going,
0: if you're going off about the Colts being a freaking poverty franchise because they're not paying JT, get out of here with that crap. And I mean, the Colts are the ones that paid $20 million no. to Andrew Luck when he freaking retired. That's yeah.
3: completely misunderstanding the, the Colts have paid of their own like, cap space too. Like f- That's what the salary cap is. There is no c- poverty franchise. Franchise when it comes to being able to pay a Correct. player, everyone has the same cap. Every yeah, but it's year. acting
2: like a franchise. You know, you got to player pay your best players when you want to win. But here, here's my thing. This is how I, I think as Colts fans we have a right to be angry because the common Indianapolis native doesn't just get to sit out and say, "Hey, pay me ten million dollars." He's making four point four million dollars. Yes, he's putting his body on the line, and we understand like running backs in the NFL take a beating and they don't get paid as much as other as any of the other positions, but guess what? They're still making millions of dollars to play a football game. Like, it's crazy. Contact contact. Like, please just play your game.
0: It, it's and honestly, that's kind of why the Josh Jacobs thing is a little bit ridiculous too.
2: I do hope, I do hope, however, that Jonathan Taylor, because if he doesn't play this year, he's still stuck next year. And he's still st- they can franchise tag no, him he has twice. To, he
0: has to play. Yeah.
2: What he's f- going to play for the Colts. I think
3: what frustrates me the most is
2: the fact that they have no reason in- to trade him. No,
3: no, and us they as, shouldn't. Us as Colts fans over the last five years Heard. don't really have much to be proud about. One of the things that we are proud about, though, consistently is the type of players that we bring in. And the ones that are really talented and very high character, DeForest Buckner, really at this point being the face of that. Yeah. And we thought Jonathan Taylor was like Shaq that. Leonard. And at this point, Shaq Leonard is too. And at this point, it's really frustrating because the worst that we ever saw before this Jonathan Taylor holdout was Kenny Moore and he lasted a week last year yeah. and then he got over it. Yeah. Because he wanted to play for the team and that's something that like the front office Chris Ballard Jim Merce really pride themselves on and it's just really unfortunate really frustrating to see that a guy like Jonathan Taylor who really this city has gotten behind and wants him to get paid are now like what the heck Indy is going on? And he was his
0: best shot at getting the highest contract. They yep. were going to pay him He's an idiot. He's an idiot, and I'm done with him. He can come back, <laughs> and I'm going to root for him when he's a cult. But he's he's a he's a diva.
3: I I'm not done with and, him. And, and for
0: and for fantasy players to say that this is like they're on side JT and that like acting like Jimmer is an idiot, you have no yeah. clue what you're talking about. Like, now, from like a, just yeah. go ahead and yeah. shut the door. Now, dude. from like,
3: a dynasty perspective, if Jonathan Taylor is falling to the mid to late third round, maybe even fourth at times,
0: no, di- smash. My emotions do not affect my dynasty Jonathan team. Taylor. I've been. I know. Jonathan oh, oh yeah.
2: Taylor. Yeah, I, know. I just drafted Jonathan Taylor. In, in this startup job we yeah. talked about today phenomenal value oh, it yeah.
0: just it just makes me it's frustrating enough going through it as a Colts fan but then to see everybody yeah. on twitter with just completely interact, incorrect yeah. takes and people like and it yeah. is i mean i just, just, just don't
3: know where people are going with this too because they're like whoa, so they're just the nfl is never going to pay running backs ever running back is dead and i'm like okay this is not the running back position is not like fullback where it's just going to be completely destroyed, the position, and there's going to be hardly any of those guys, it it will become, I think it will morph into more of a skill position where, like we said, they can be more of an Austin Eckler guy, they can be effective in the passing game, and they will get paid. Yeah. At this point, they have no leverage because the NFL cannot play without running backs. They have to have running backs in their scheme, and those running backs – are going to realize at some point that the NFL is just going to hold out and not pay them until they want to come back and get what they're worth from a market value perspective. And because there's too many good running backs out there, at any point you can draft a running back in the sixth round. And honestly, there's a pretty decent shot that he can do something good for you this year. Yeah. I, guys uh, as random as Elijah Mitchell and Izzy Abanaconda.
2: Like JT's 42nd highest selling NFL player. Jerseys? Yeah.
0: Nice. The uh, the second highest? Forty, 40 second. Oh.
2: Still so it's like, pretty uh, good. Indianapolis, as a small it's market, is still Travis getting about Yeah. yeah. Mean,
0: all right. Let's end on a positive note. Uh the Bill's blue helmets are uh, amazing. With the red, so the red nice. jerseys. I'm looking them. at them right now. Uh I just saw a tweet that said the hype on Jordan Addison went from zero to one hundred and forty real quick.
3: That's actually <laughs> hilarious. Uh, it's really
2: funny. I mean I have a question
3: for yeah, you. Yeah, good guys. thing
0: I bought him low during that. Did you
3: really get to buy him? That's really awesome. Yeah. Proud of you. How do you guys feel about recording our own training camp hype videos where we just go and we we catch some balls, one-handed, dive, lay out, and Heck just no. put out a prospect profile? I don't, I don't think Simon's ego can handle that. <laughs> I mean, we look as good as Aaron Cookshank. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I mean, whoever's yeah. passing would pass better than Justin Fields, too. Yeah. but yeah. What, you Have mean, you heard about I this? Better uh, do,
2: do better than either of you?
3: Yeah. What? Yeah,
2: sure. Um, actually, it's funny. Mason did that two years ago, Nathan. What did he do? He My, did. He, he did, did like an NFL, NFL combine. combine. <laughs> yeah. He did. He did bench. He <laughs> did. Funny. He did like twenty five reps at two twenty five.
3: Good for him. Holy yeah. smokes! Did he really? Yeah, he
2: did.
0: Wow. He's in good shape. It's impressive. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Dude, Kyle Trask and Baker Mayfield. Have you heard about that recently?
0: Now nah, they both are terrible. Yeah, bums. they both are terrible. Yeah. But
3: the OC said, which shocker. I mean, I. We expected Kyle Trask to get a starting job at some point, but I don't understand why people in Dynasty were just assuming that Baker was going to be the starter right is off the bat. Is he not?
0: I'm assuming he is. Not what the
3: OC is saying. He's saying that oh, he did the, 12. He did it saying, saying, it
2: 12 times. He's saying the gap. I, did 20, is, I, I was exaggerating with 25. I knew that, but 12 times 225 guys, is crazy. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, 25 was like. I mean, that's like close yeah. to the record. So because I think the record's like almost 30. I'm like, yeah. what in the frick? Nah.
2: Bucks OC said the gap is closing. It's still crazy
3: at the quarterback position. The gap is closing. Yeah. And he was pretty, not cryptic, but <laughs> it wasn't like a, let's get this person hyped or the other. He just said the gap is closing. <clears throat>
0: Jeez. I ate a, a mandarin orange and it's stuck in my throat.
3: Oh, you good there, Mandarin buddy?
0: oranges are good. You ever have mandarin oranges? Yeah. Did yeah, you know buddy. that those are actually a vegetable?
3: No shot. Yes. Is a cucumber a, uh, what, what is a, or not a cucumber, a cactus?
0: I don't know what a cactus is. But I know mandarin oranges are technically vegetables, like because of their seeds or whatever. By like tomatoes, interesting. No, tomatoes are
3: fruits. I mean, the definition of a vegetable is very obscure too. I mean, I how many vegetables are actually vegetables? Not yeah. many.
0: Yeah. Not many. I just couldn't believe it. Like you say, eat your fruits and vegetables, and it's like broccoli. Because you just assume that vegetables are savory. carrots, and then it was like mandarin. Like, no, it said a mandarins, totally. and I was like, like mandarins, and I was like, wait, you mean like mandarin oranges? Yeah, it's wild. Yeah,
3: I think zucchini is a vegetable. Uh. Like you said, a mandarin orange is a vegetable. Cucumbers a fruit. A carrot is nothing; it's a root. A potato is a bulb.
2: Wait, we're we talking about mandarin oranges. What about I mandarin oranges? I think broccoli is a vegetable. I think broccoli you know that? is
3: a vegetable, but, but cauliflower is Mandarin oranges is not. are a
2: vegetable. Yeah, I gotta Google that,
3: dude. What were you doing this entire time? Were you just like zoning out? Did you know
2: that
0: Nathan? He was looking at Mason's. Uh...
3: Oh, his combine thing. Nice.
2: No way. <laughs> That's I, crazy.
3: I told you. I told you. Yeah. Okay. One last thing. You knew
2: that? Knew what? Did they were a vegetable?
3: Men and oranges? No. That's crazy. Avery Avery just told told me that.
0: So I did not know. Well, you learn something new every day. Last thing what?
3: Last thing. And this this made me want to rage too. I don't know if it's a 10-year-old putting up PFF uh, wide receiver historical greatest of all time duo rankings. But Jamar Chase and T Higgins over Marvin Harrison and Reggie Oh my Raines gosh! So don't even get me started.
2: <laughs> biggest load
3: of crap I have heard in a long it was funny. long time.
2: One of you tweeted your reply to that, and someone it said clickbait. Clickbait work. I know. And I was like, those yeah, it those got channels me. do that just so people oh, get worked PFF up and it pushes it out. Pff absolutely does.
3: Yeah, but again, Pff does that all the time, and and then any, and people hate it. But then anytime Pff puts up some random stuff, they're like, oh, but this is what Pff says. Like it's some relevant. Oh, my gosh. PFF rankings so don't matter. Bad.
2: PFF grades actually aren't that so bad. So,
3: Randy Moss and Chris Carter was number one. Jerry Rice and John Taylor, two. Randy Moss and Wes Welker, three. Larry Fitzgerald and Anquan Bolden. I think... Chase and Higgins, Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne. Mark Clayton <sighs> Wait, and Wait, Anquan Bolden Duber, and who? Anquan Bolden and Larry Fitzgerald.
0: Yeah, that's They fair. play with each other for like... No, 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 no. Here's the thing. Marvin and Reggie should be like one for or two. No, no. Yes. They're, they're-
1: it's up there for sure. Oh,
3: yes. He's number one. Was anyone it? Jerry? anyone who-
1: a-
2: anyone, Jerry anyone who
3: wants to combat that is straight up wrong. This he was, is not was one. Jerry and Taylor. Uh no. Uh, oh yeah. Jer- no. Randy Moss and Chris Carter. That was a phenomenal oh, okay. duo. That was good.
0: Because that was it what just, was that? Warren Moon. Who was and, second?
3: Um. Jerry Rice and John Taylor.
2: No. I'll take. I'll take. Marv. Marv. That yeah. was, that was literally uh, just Jerry Rice. That yeah, was, was Jerry, Rice Jerry Rice, and then and then
3: yeah. So right. here's what I could. Marvin believe, Harrison though. and
2: Reggie Wayne are two are top yeah. they're they're top two, the they're other not done.
3: like they just had to put in current <laughs> current duos <laughs> to get people interested but Isaac Bruce and Tori Holt at 9
2: that's crazy
3: that is way too low you're yeah. talking about the greatest you know, Holt show wasn't on turf favor. literally they got the they got branded as the greatest show on turf this list is on our twitter by the way if you want to see what we're
0: talking about we replied to it so we all right, we got our, Isaac
3: Bruce and Torrey Holt should be at least top six.
0: Yeah, they should probably be top five. All right. Probably we got top it. five. Let's wrap it up. Um flockfantasy.com slash domain if you want our exclusive content, our YouTube dynasty domain, and fantasy domain. If you want to get over there and support us on YouTube, subscribe over there. It's where our content's coming out. We got multiple videos a week and we're hitting it hard with training camp right now. So
3: Utah votes to lead pack twelve,
0: breaking news. Yeah, they're gonna go to the Big twelve. The
3: pack twelve is dead.
0: Yeah, the pac twelve is dead. So Rip. All right. That'll do it for this week. By the way, mandarin oranges are indeed a fruit. We got you. Peace out. We'll see you later. I hate you.